Hello and welcome to yet another episode of 8 Bit by Bit. My name is Rick and I'm here once again with the wonderful Liam. Say hello, Liam. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It feels weird having this conversation because we have been chatting for about three hours already. Um, I know. So yeah. Starting again and saying hello and asking how each other are sounded a bit weird. But... Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a while since we've been here. It has, yeah. It's been it's been a while for various reasons. Um, we've both. I mean, I took a a bit of a break from content creation on the podcasting side for a bit. I know that you took a bit of a break from the internet in general for a little while as well. Um, uh, yep. And I'd love to say that like l- lots of stuff has happened <laughs> since. Since we last recorded, but personally, not a lot has happened in my life. Um, yeah, yeah, same. I don't, yeah, not, there's not a lot to excitingly catch people up about. Lots of boring work stuff has happened. Um, we went to see Paramore, which was, well, I went to see Paramore. You were in the same town where Paramore were playing. Yes. Um, because I wish I got tickets now. I, this is you in a nutshell, though, let's be honest. This yeah. is so happened with Twitchcon last year. Literally. Last minute. Literally. And I'm not even gonna lie, I've got a small little surplus of money tucked away for when in three weeks' time you go, I'm going to TwitchCon because you decided <laughs> that FOMO has won you over. Um No, 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 no. I, I think I've fully decided that Paris is not on the table for me, for sure. Paris <laughs> not Paris. Anywhere but Paris. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think it's going to be Paris again next year. Do you think they've decided on not. that? No. I, when when they were like, well, before they announced Paris, I was really hoping it'd be somewhere like Barcelona or, <laughs> I don't know why it's still Paris. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere far away actually, yeah. Um, oh, actually, no, Dubai's bad. We wouldn't last two seconds in Dubai because of the, uh, oh, the anti-tables. Yeah, yeah we, would, <laughs> we, we wouldn't last very long. But yeah, I don't know. Paris has, I mean, Paris right now is they're going through their own issues right now. But Paris as a city just doesn't seem like that interesting to me personally. Um, right. It's very artsy, isn't it? I mean, um, well, it's the it's the what's it called? The city of romance, I think. Oh yeah, said that. Which well, I guess, that's not a reason for me not to go. To be really honest, like, I don't care about that at all. Um, so. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I've I've been to Paris, but like it was very fleeting. Um, and but I just wasn't um very interested in in anything they had to offer. So yeah, I'm kind of on the same yeah. page. Like I I don't really want to go. I have no I have no urgency to go back. Um, it would be lovely to see everyone at TwitchCon, obviously. Um, but this year has been very hard on the bank account with the electricity bills and the cro- uh, cost of living crisis. So yeah, yeah, I. I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'm I'm good to kind of just give it a pass a little bit. I think that's the case for a lot of people. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think many people who are going are going for TwitchCon itself. It's really, once again, to meet friends and hang out with friends yeah. and potentially see people you've not met before. And I'm sure there are people going to, to Paris that I would love to meet. I've not really kept in the circles of who's going and who's not going, mm-hmm. but there'll be opportunities in the future people to meet um maybe a bit more local a bit less you know heart hitting on the wallet because yeah <laughs> i don't know to, to 
Train journeys, <laughs> yeah, in, <laughs> train journeys in the UK are not cheap. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, apart from that, anything anything else happening? Anything else drastic? That's... I mean, we spoke about Paramore very briefly, but didn't actually go into details. We, we managed to see each other in Birmingham, which was lovely. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, where we got mainly got drunk in a hotel room uh, and chatted for like hours, which was perfect, to be honest. Yeah, it was nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, and then that's honestly, I think that's been like the, the biggest thing for me uh, over the past like eight weeks that we have. Literally the same. Literally. <laughs> the only thing like in my life that's taken up my life, honestly, has been um, the release of Resident Evil 4. Because I, mm. I spent many hours on that game because I was obsessed with it. And yeah. yeah, apart from that, my life has just been RE4, literally at Leon Kennedy. <laughs> you have, have you like done all there is to do in that game? I'll be honest, you were streaming it the other day and I don't know what you were doing trying to achieve because in my head, you've done it all already. I've, yeah, I've done, I've, I, I completed what I wanted to complete, which was essentially there are different game modes. There's like easy you know, hard, professional, whatever. Um, and my goal, my goal originally was to play the game and have that nostalgic hit, and it, it hit it so so well. It's such a good game. I, I think they made that game so well. It's fantastic. Um, but then I found out that if you beat the game on professional and you get an S-plus ranking, you unlock cat ears for Leon. So that was, like, my, my main goal. Um which I achieved. I got him cat ears. You did. I've seen them. Yep. Um, but yeah, the other day I did a, I did like an impromptu like challenge run where I tried to um, get as far as I could by only using one particular weapon. And honestly, it was rough. It was so difficult. Yeah, you were using the, cr the crossbow, right? Yeah, the bolt thrower. It's like, I, I also, <laughs> I also chose the professional difficulty once again, which was a very silly idea. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it was actually, like, stressful, I will say that. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm not playing any games ever on anything but, like, story slash easy mode, going <laughs> forwards. I just, I just don't care That's for it. Very valid. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just don't think I care anymore. I've been playing, um, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn and the first Star Wars Jedi game, um, on easy mode. And I've just been enjoying it. It's just fun feeling powerful kind of yeah. knowing you're not but not really caring and just like slicing people in two with a couple of button clicks it's quite nice yeah there's there's that weird pressure in like gaming um where like if you don't play on the hard mode mm -hmm. you're not really valid and it's it's ridiculous you play the game how you want to play it how you want to play it i'm not valid for so many more reasons than the difficulty i play right games on, let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so uh, I suppose some of the other things that we should potentially talk about is that in the gap that we haven't been talking about Breath of the Wild, there has been lots of Tears of the Kingdom news. There's been a lot, yeah. There's been a lot. Um, as we record it, uh, this podcast today, there are, what, four more days until it officially releases? Yep. So it's it, around the corner. It's literally around the corner. And by the time that people are actually listening to this and it goes live, it will be like a couple of days until Tears of the Kingdom come out. So a quick one. What are you most excited about? Because I, I believe you're in the same boat as me in which you weren't too excited. And then they released a certain trailer that made you very excited. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I we we spoke about this before, um, off like podcasts and stuff, but we both agreed that from the initial like um tease, I guess, and what they showed, it it felt like DLC content to an mm-hmm. extent. For sure. Like DLC worthy. However, yeah, I feel like now that I've seen more of it, especially like the final trailer, I I am so excited for it. I cannot wait for it. And I, I can't really pinpoint one thing that I'm excited for. I think I think it's just the game in general. I'm excited to jump back into the world, but like the new world of it. And the one thing that I'm actually quite scared of that I think might be overwhelming for me personally is there's like the ability to sort of construct things by putting things together mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm going to be potentially overwhelmed by that and what you can make from that and not understanding how things work <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. making like flying vehicles and stuff and yeah but i'm sure i'm sure i mean the game is designed not just for like hardcore gaming adults but it's designed for kids too so i assume it'll be relatively straightforward no, I do agree. I think I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna be overwhelmed by like the possibilities. I probably will be. Don't get me wrong. But the thing that I'm most concerned about after seeing that is that, and it's something that I've already touched upon in some of the previous episodes of this podcast, is that the systems in Breath of the Wild are not that intuitive. Like, there's lots of things that you are kind of just expected to understand. There's things that are not really explained to you. There are things yeah. like gear sets, like you have lots of lots of gear, but no way of like being able to quickly change out gear sets and stuff like that. Those that that lack of kind of core game systems, I would say that that Breath of the Wild doesn't have, makes me look at all this new stuff and go, "That's really cool." I bet it's going to be an absolute ass to manage. Um, right? Yeah, and yeah. that that's what concerns me that's the bit i'm concerned about the most because it all looks very nice but if i have to spend like five minutes of my inventory trying to find something to stick to one of my arrows i'm gonna go spare like i will hate it <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, that's that it might be fine yeah they might have they might have changed things they might you know make it a bit more intuitive but yeah. again i suppose we shouldn't have too many high hopes does this that is that's the the sound bite for life just don't have high hopes <laughs> yeah just, words to live by just don't. <laughs> um but screw tis the kingdom that's not even out yet we're playing breath of the wild um mm-hmm. yep and a little um kind of reminder as to where we are um last episode we scaled the west side of the map uh from the desert to the mountains in the north uh west corner uh, and prepped ourselves for the um, third third divine beast that we've done yeah, in this place so yeah. which is the bird. And I have not written down the name again. Var, Var Meadow. Meadow. There we go. Um, so we went. We spoke to the um, the uh, we went to the village of Brito. We spoke to all the people there, um, which was really really fun and really really nice. And it's one of the nicer villages I think in this game. And we um, got ready to uh, see the bird. I think we left off having spoken to um, the person who was getting ready for uh, to take us up to the Divine Beast. Um, yeah. And that's yeah, where yeah. we finished, yeah. So, 
we uh, start this one by going straight into Divine Beast. We jump off the platform and we are flown up uh, to the sky and we are met with a protected bird um, who uh, isn't allowing us to get in. We have to kill the uh, kill the kill the shields first, um, which is pretty fun to be honest. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Of the Divine Beast challenges so far, I think this is one I've enjoyed the most. Yeah, I liked it too. It's fun. I like yeah. just like gliding around. There was also like, um, you weren't like um, punished for missing or like under under flying, like mm. not getting too close by flying. So if you if you if you missed your shot, sort of thing, you could just get out your glider again and float back up. Yep. Um, it felt very very natural. The the one thing that I was confused about was that the uh your fellow friend whose name I've also forgotten, which is terrible of me, I didn't write down. Um. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't remember. Um, I will... Uh, Rick, if you're editing this, uh, can you put in the name of the person who it's supposed to be? Um, <laughs> he tells you that he's going to draw the fire of the lasers, but he never actually does. At least he never did for me. The lasers yeah, were always like firing at me. Despite yeah. the fact he was, like, floating around and, like, doing sky shit, it, like, he was never actually taking the aggro of the lasers. He basically did nothing <laughs> apart from take us up there. Which I guess was not for. After speaking so much bravado as well, like just before he was like talking about how much like he was good and how incredible he was. And then like he spends his entire time floating around not taking, not only was he not taking the fire of the lasers, but then in the cutscene after you destroy all the things to take the shield down, he turns out he got hit by a laser and he needs to go and rest. Um, <laughs> even though I was like, bitch, you literally didn't think the lasers never fired at you. But whatever, he got injured, so he has to fly off and rest and tells you to take care of the rest. Which I have to admit is a nicer way, even though he didn't technically get hit by a laser, at least in my playthrough he didn't get hit by a laser. It was handled better than the other Divine Beasts, because you always have help just before the Divine Beast of one of the particular race that you're helping at that time. However, right, the other ones it. just leave. They just yeah. fuck off. They're just like, okay, we've opened it up, bye, and they leave, and they don't bother continuing to help you. At least this one, this guy had a reason to go. He was like, I'm literally injured. I need to go. I can't fly for much longer. I need to go rest. And I'm like, cool, yeah, you could do your thing. Like, um, Prince Sidon, after he helped you with the elephant, he just goes. He just disappears. Yeah. He has no excuse. He's just like, you're on your own now, bye. Um, yep. So... Especially because he's like a warrior too. Literally, he's supposed to be there. He's supposed to be like the warrior of his people. Um, you know what? The more I talk about the Prince Island, the more I don't understand why people like him so much. He's a bit. He's a little bitch. <laughs> um, anyway, so we get into the bird and we are met with um, a Divine Beast challenge. Probably, in my opinion, the easiest one we've had so far. Oh, by far. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't really lost in this one and given that i'd done the other i don't know if it's because i've done two already so my brain is now kind of like okay i know how the divine beast work there'll be like you know some sort of fa fancy feature of me moving divine beast and that will open puzzles blah 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 i don't know if my brain was just ready for that but it, it did feel very simple and straightforward they're all i mean the issue with breath of the wild and their beasts is it's just the same thing basically over and over yeah. again and yeah yeah like, yeah, there are different themes, and of course they're laid out differently. But again, it is you, you have the same goal, and yep. it's interacting with 
what is it four four or five different terminals then fighting a beast and like that's it yeah. um and i think i do think that's one of the downfalls of the game is it sort of feels repetitive in a way i do um, i did wonder if given the ease of as i said i, I did enjoy it don't get me wrong because as i said i it was the most enjoyable one we've had so far and i did enjoy the way the puzzles were laid out i liked the 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 layout of the beast and the dungeon in general but i'm wondering if i know the game aims you towards the elephant and like the um the fish people i've forgotten their name as well god oh my god so have i um uh editing rick can you put the name of the fish people in here please thank you um but like yeah because because when you go to kakariki village the closest one is the elephant yeah um and so it feels like the game definitely like aims you towards there but i I, it does feel like this was intended to be like the first one like the introduction one kind of thing like the the one that shows you how things work there's as you said there's not as it's if you screw up there's the the you know the the consequences aren't as dire as like death or even like getting hurt it's just you get kind of picked up and put back where you were kind of thing so it definitely feels like this potentially could have been the first one um and i do remember and i put i made a note of it actually of how i was like maybe maybe the the the, yeah the the ease of me feeling uh that this was easy is because this was potentially designed to be number one i don't know i don't know that was just my thought um maybe yeah yeah. i would i would like to know I'd, i'd love to see sort of statistics somehow of which beast people yeah first that would be cool that would be because, cool. like, I wonder if like that was quite a natural flow of things for people to go up to that up to that beast. Maybe, maybe. My first playthrough, I did elephant, bird, um, a camel, then the other one. I don't even know why. That's quite impressive in the sense that the they're on opposite sides of the map, right? The yeah. Bird. So you literally like did one and then went completely on the opposite side, like did. did... Yeah travel around or anything you just went straight i'm not even sure why i i i I, was it intuitive i don't know but yeah i I suppose the point the the point of the game is to be open world and yeah you want to but yeah yeah the the elephant at least definitely feels like it should be like the beginning one for sure for sure and that's not to say the puzzles in this one aren't that aren't aren't good like they were they were still fun to figure out and i still like had a nice little brain itch when when i did figure out one of the puzzles and whatnot but um definitely definitely didn't feel as i wasn't stuck like they, i think i mentioned like they, on the camel i looked at a guide because i i got so confused and i didn't know where i was supposed to be going or what i was supposed to be doing i had to look at a guide to un, unstick myself this one everything seemed quite intuitive and straightforward um a lot of the puzzles are around moving the angle of the bird so that like blocks move like you can you can like shift the bird to like a hundred and well more 95 degrees in the air so that like the things inside the bird like the blocks and stuff shift down and move toward to wherever where the gravity is pulling them and that changes the way the birds are inside and a lot of the puzzles are figured out like that as well as using wind tunnels to push balls and stuff like that into into the areas they're supposed to be in so it was it was all very nice and easy to look at and straightforward um i suppose the one that caught me off guard was there was a shrine that was on the outside and you can see it on the map like you can see where the shrine is on on the map when you look at it 
but to get to it you had to angle the bird and then jump out of it and then glide back in to the bird um oh yeah yeah like on the wing yeah and i didn't yeah. like that one not that it was bad or anything i have a slight minor very minor fear of heights and for some reason that screwed me over a little bit just the idea of having to jump because you ha you literally have to jump into nothingness essentially and then like glide yourself like 180 and glide yourself back in um and i didn't like that for some reason that that made me feel a bit icky um but apart from that i did it i did do it amazing um and then the boss then then we do the boss um so the boss takes uh, takes place on the outside platform like the 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 um top outside platform and again it was pretty easy i did it first try so i think that goes to yeah. say how easy it is given i've struggled with literally every one of these bosses so far um but it was very much um very much straightforward the second phase didn't cause too many issues there were lots of like tornadoes you had to avoid but firing arrows solved the trick pretty quickly so i i wasn't in any sort of in any sort of bad yeah. spot i feel like i wasn't really punished ever really for no. missing arrows no um very very straightforward very very easy and at this point i had loads of arrows as well like i had loads yeah. of bomb arrows and everything i was like ready to fight <laughs> again like uh, in comparison to like the the um the divine beast on the camel where like the second phase he was like darting all over the place and if you didn't have your shield up at the right moment you got hit and like it was almost an insta kill and then like the second phase in the elephant you literally didn't have floor you had to like do everything in the water with only very limited like space um yeah to stand on this just felt like a bit of a breeze um pun genuinely not intended um it just felt very simple yeah um which is good don't get me wrong i'm i kind of enjoyed the simplicity of it i was like this is nice i'm not banging my head against the wall trying to figure out puzzles or redoing a boss over and over again trying to understand like the intricacies of of their mechanics or anything like that it was very nice just to have like a uh quick quick easy divine beast um yeah it was over very quickly for me too yeah but yeah i was okay with that because I, I got the power and the bird power is one of my favorites okay my favorite so no one told me about the bird power <laughs> obviously which is fair i don't expect anyone to i also know spoilers but the bird power is fucking amazing yeah, the Ravali's so gate is everything yeah it's so good yeah. you spend your entire time just throwing yourself into the air it like eliminates 90 percent of the puzzle problems i've had in the game so far or 90 <laughs> yeah. percent of the things where i'm looking at somewhere and i'm like I'm not going to be able to climb that, or I'm, it's going to take ages to get to that spot. Ravadi's Gale has just removed all of those issues. Um, as great, right? Yeah, I'm I'm loving it. And I, if I'd known that this was what we were going to get, I would have suggested coming here first because it, <laughs> genuinely everything so far now in my travels has been made not trivial, but like much easier because of Ravadi's Gale. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's a great power. Um. So very glad we have this now. Very, very glad that we have this. We um we go back to the, the Rito village after being um gifted with Ravali's Gale. Um and everyone's happy as per usual. The uh the Divine Beast now isn't wrecking um havoc or I don't think this one was necessarily wrecking havoc. This was just menacingly flying above the, the Rito village. Um so I think they just wanted to make sure that it wasn't necessarily gonna kill them. Um 
but they all seem much much more at peace and the, the bird takes uh takes perch uh on a nearby well i think he's at the top of rito village isn't it it takes perch on like a yeah, yeah. rock that's sticking out and then like fires its laser at the uh at the castle so we are we are now one divine beast left um, yeah and that's where we're gonna make our way over to to now um but before we do that we went to there's a area just above rito village um which is the high mountain they're the one that's the one um yeah. and there's some stuff to do there there's bits and bobs that we can do there um so how were your adventures around the icy Hebrew mountains um i'm gonna be very honest and just mm-hmm. say this was the most boring part of the map oh okay interesting in my opinion for me yeah, yeah, yeah i just i just found it so tedious to walk around there's like nothing there really yeah. apart from like the shrines which there's a, there's a bunch of shrines that i found but um the 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 highlight of this episode was defeating the birds and getting the power and then the thing that i did at the end of this episode but the in between which is exploring the mountain and trying to find something to do there yeah was yeah i i just don't really care about it <laughs> honestly just don't give a shit <laughs> i just yeah it's just it it's just an empty space for yeah. me. No, I, I I have to I have to agree actually, which is why I thought it was quite interesting you said that. I have to I think again I've mentioned this in a previous episode, so apologize if I'm sounding like a broken record, but there was so much praise, especially after Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out. Yeah. That Breath of the Wild got compared to that game so much because everyone was like, the world of Breath of the Wild is so much better and there's so much more to do. And to look at, absolutely, like the world of Breath of the Wild looks way better than the world in Scarlet and Violet. But there's 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 so many areas of these maps that are just empty. that are just big, empty, yeah. vast spaces that have nothing to do in them. And all you're doing is hoping that at some point your shrine meter like activates and beats here. Yeah. You know, something go off. Um, because otherwise, you're just walk around. Said. Yeah, just looking, looking for nothing, and it's 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 kind of it's it surprised me a little bit actually. I must admit, I was a part of that problem because when Scarlet Violet came out, I mentioned to a bunch of people how empty it looked and yeah. how I d- I did compare it to Breath of the Wild because I had this image built in my mind of my enjoyment with Breath of the Wild, and I must admit, I'd forgotten how empty the world actually is. Um, <laughs> like it, it, like it does look way better visually um however like like you said apart from the shrines that you come across every so often there's there's really like not a lot and like mm-hmm. i i explored a lot too because i've so with this game i i've got the um the dlcs for the game so one of the functions of that is i can open my map press a button and it shows me exactly where i've walked like it, it draws a direct route of wh- exactly where i've been oh nice during my playtime. So what I did was I I used that to my advantage to um, scope out areas I hadn't been had had hadn't been to yet hadn't been ah, to. Ah, okay, that's actually really clever. So I, I basically tried my best to scour the Hebrew mountains for content. Like I, I was looking in the places that I had not been, and I was I was searching for for stuff to do apart from the shrines, and like there's not even like a village there. Like no, there like. Did you find the, the mini games? I found two mini games. I don't know if there are more, but I did find two mini games there. Was one of those? I mean, what was the, was there like the shield surfing one? The shield surfing one was one of them. Yeah, 
And then the other one was the snowball bowling. Oh, yeah, I found those, yeah. Yeah. But again, I don't really care. For, I don't think those mini games are really yeah. that exciting. No, no, no. I did them because they like, were there, not because I was like, yeah. I wanted to do them. I did them because I was like, oh, I wonder what I'll get. And I the, the shield surfing did give you a very nice shield. Um, and then the snowball bowling. Um, if you get a strike every time with the snowball bowling, you get 300 rupees and you get that every time you get a strike. Um, okay. So I did get, a, I got like two grand there. Um because I thought it would just be a nice way of getting some extra money, but the loading times on it are so long. I don't understand why the loading times are so long on it, because you're literally just... All it was doing was resetting the pins and putting, like, a snowball back where you threw one from. Um, yeah. There was a minigame in a previous section where it was, like, a golf... a golfing minigame, and that's a similar sort of thing, where you yeah. have to, like, use your stasis to fire a ball... a boulder to get into, like, the, the golf hole. And... Yeah, after every time. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think it's called a golf hole. Wait a second. It's called a golf hole. No, it's not. Golf But if you did <laughs> hole. In between, like, the rounds and stuff, like, you had to wait so much time for, like, the loading screen. And it's like, why? What is this? Why? What am I waiting for? It's called a cup, by the way. <laughs> it's called a cup. Really? Like, the, the hole in golf is called the cup. Nah, I don't believe that. Um... I just love the golf hole. Sorry, they call me off guard. My favorite thing, the golf hole. Um, I never found the golf hole mini game. I never found that one. Um, oh, you can, yeah. I mean, like most of the games, mini games, still not missing out on much. Frankly, yeah. The the shield surfing one, as I mentioned, you got a good shield. Um, I think it was like forty defense, so it wasn't amazing, but it also like was a free 40, 40 defense shield, so it wasn't bad. Um. But also something that I twigged at as well. This is the first time the game has ever told me about what shield surfing is and how to do it. Which also makes me think that this is potentially a zone that's supposed to be one of the first places you're go supposed to go to. But an immediate, an immediate aside to that is to be in this zone. This zone is the coldest place where we have been so far. Like you have to be yeah. wearing both. Like I, I had to wear upgraded um, cold gear as well as like eat a hot meal to not get damaged um in this area so yeah it's also like it's got some of the earliest like the earliest tutorials of how to throw stuff with the snowball stuff and how to shield surf with the shield stuff game but also you can't be here unless you've got quite good gear and have like understand how to cook long hot meals so i i don't yeah. quite understand it's very it's a bit weird it's a bit weird yeah, again, that just comes back to the there being, I don't know, not enough tutorial stuff for it for the game yeah. and their mechanics. Um, I I think a, a point worth making as well is that Selmy is the name of the person who does the shield surfing mini game, and she says that her her title is the Duchess of Downhill. And honestly, I've never related to a title more in my entire life. Because um, <laughs> being the Duchess of Downhill is is his is me since the age of twenty one. So. Um, Oh my God. I thought that was nice. That was something I could relate to. She is a relatable queen. She is. She's fully a relatable queen. And I related to her so much, especially because one of the things she talks about when you do the surfing as well is that she asks you what surfing, shield surfing means to you. And there are two answers. One is shield surfing means everything to me. It's my life. And the other one is just a shrug. Um, and if you choose the first one, she goes, no, that's not right. It shouldn't be everything. 
it should be you know you should take it in moderation which is quite nice actually to hear uh, and if you just shrug she goes oh i wasn't expecting the answer but if you were to ask me the same question i think that's where i'd be right now and she has like a revelation so she is ve actually very relatable on <laughs> multiple levels just like yeah. questioning her life constantly and admitting that she's just the duchess of downhill i i loved i loved it i'd be able to go back to her then because i feel like i'd get along very well with her <laughs> it's very nice and she gives you a great shield as well so <laughs> um there was yeah as you said there was a couple of shrines here i didn't have trouble with most of them the ones that i found however all of the shrines here i say all of them the ones that i found were annoyingly underground and you had to like you could find them quite easily but to get to them you had to like find underground caves and stuff to navigate right, through. yeah it wasn't very obvious so there is one that was close to the shield surfing that i didn't do because i literally i could hear the pinging of the shrine but i could not find the entrance to how to get into that i gave up on it um yeah, that's the moment when the the ping becomes an absolute annoyance yes it just won't stop absolutely um so i i gave up on that shrine i i've i know it's there i don't know how to get to it so i'll come back to it later maybe um and then the other one was uh there was one further down south closer to where the Rito village was and to get to that one again you could see it through like a crack in the wall but you couldn't squeeze through the crack you had to like find a find a way around it and that took me a while to figure out but i i did figure that one out after a, a five or five or so minutes um okay. but i at that zone again it's got some of the easiest things and some of the hardest things because if you're new to the game finding those would be annoying because you wouldn't know how to climb I had to climb quite a lot for one of them, so I wouldn't have had the climbing gear and the stamina to do it if I was brand new to it. Um, yeah, yeah. But all the bird power, all the bird power, exactly. So, like, it is a very odd zone that you're getting taught new things, but also expected to have some of the best stuff—not the best stuff in the game, but some decent stuff in the game—to actually progress in any of the challenges that they're throwing at you. Very weird. This is a very weird zone. And as you say, it's... in between all of that, there's nothing. <laughs> it's just big, vast, empty spaces. Right? I know. <laughs> so, there was one thing. Did you do the labyrinth here? I did the labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. I actually, just before the labyrinth, like, on the path to the labyrinth, there's a... um, Oh, my God. What's it called? What are those beasts? Um, Lionel? That's like the half... A Lionel, yeah. There's like a Lionel. So, I, I had fun fighting that i find those funds really easy now because i know how to fight them um but it was dropped like fairly good gear so whenever i see one i i sort of like make a point to kill it i but... did not know there was a lionel there <laughs> yeah it's, yeah sort of like on the path before you like if you're like looking at it dead on and like running towards it from like i mean i guess it's it's you can go from any sort of direction really but that if from like the the west of it there's like a a path you can take and there was a little sort of like in the open snowy area i guess so i did see that path um however when i was trying to get to the labyrinth the reason i even saw the labyrinth was there was because just to the south of it there's a quite a large mountain and i climbed up the mountain so i was oh, at okay. the top and i was looking over and i saw the labyrinth in the distance and i was like oh i'm just gonna glide to it so i literally glowed from the mountain glowed glided we've had this conversation before i don't know what the <laughs> word is i glid 
down from <laughs> the mountain to the labyrinth and landed on like the top of the walls. So I was running around on the top of the labyrinth. Uh, um, gotcha. So okay. I missed the path. I didn't know there was a line all down there. I missed the pathway completely. Um, but the, the labyrinth was, I don't know how hard it was supposed to be because I wandered around and solved it by accident. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think, aren't they just like a case of wandering around anyway and hoping for the best? Maybe. Like, is, there, is there a this, method to it? Because I always feel like I do it by mistake as well. This is the first labyrinth I've done. <laughs> so I know that there was one in the desert when we were yeah. down south. Down south. Um, but down there south. wasn't like... I don't think there was any others, at least that I'm aware of. This is the first one I've done. Um, and it no, was, there's, yeah. three, there's three total. Okay. Oh, and we know that one of them, I know that one of them is in the area we're going to next. So Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Um, well, yeah, this was the, uh, this was pretty, pretty simple that we run around. There wasn't too many enemies inside, which was quite nice. Um, I run around, I killed some lizards. I literally just wandered aimlessly until I found an eye by accident that I killed that removed all the blight. And then I wandered a bit more, found a ladder, climbed up and then found the shrine. I was done within like five minutes. So I, I, I must have like just had the pathway that you were supposed to take and I just took it by accident. Um, easy, which was quite nice. Yeah, it was quite nice to be honest. Um, and the shrine didn't have a puzzle or anything because it was a, already a, a puzzle outside. So um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was all done. Spick and spam, nice and nice quick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine was fairly straightforward too. Nice. Um, the thing, the thing, another thing about the game in terms of, it sort of links to this, to this area in that the reward is a barbarian piece of armor. And the thing that annoys me about this game as well is that it doesn't explain the buff system with like attack up and stuff like that. Because like, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. In my mind, intuitively, I feel like you should be able to stack like um, a defense buff and an armor buff together as well as like the heat resistance and stuff but you can't no. you have to have one at a time yeah unless you have like if you if you wear the full set of barbarian each set gives you so each piece of the set gives you one piece of attack up so three total but like that's the only way you can stack buffs is if you have like the full set of barbarian for like the full attack up and then eat like a meal that gives you defense up as well, I think. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm not even sure if it actually does stack because the game hasn't told me that I can do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't actually know yeah. how to play the game properly in terms of that part of the game. So like, I'm like, yeah, I've got the barbarian armor, but like, what's the point? Is it good? Like, can I use it? There are, there are also buffs that just don't explain themselves within themselves as in like, the attack up buff, I'm still not entirely sure what that means because it has plus 10 next to it, which is nice. However, sometimes I'll get a weapon that is like the same. I've got two of the same weapon and one has an attack up buff and like they have slightly different stats, but not like yeah. it will say like, it would be like plus up 10, but there's not a, a 10 difference between them. So I'm like, is the plus up 10 already included in the attack number that's there or is it an extra 10 on top of what you're showing me already um yeah i actually don't know still yeah. haven't yeah still haven't figured that one out yet there are like the durability up buffs sound self-explanatory but i haven't really seen much difference 
between them and the normal weapons. There's one that has a diamond on it. I have no idea what that means. If a weapon or an arm or a shield has a diamond on it, I think it means it sells for a bit more. But literally, I don't know. Um, I think I think the diamond one means it's even more durability than the regular durability one. I think. Right. Okay. But then again, like, I, it's it seems like you have to Google it and you have to yeah. research the game. Yeah. But then my question, how did these people find out? <laughs> yeah. Worry, yeah, yeah, right? They must have tested it, like done tests. I, the assume. Game. I assume. But yeah, I just, I mean, I know a lot of games are like this and it isn't just a Breath of the Wild thing, but like, still, you can't expect people to not have these questions. And and this is where my concern about Tears of the Kingdom comes in. Like, I, like there are loads of these things that are just kind of like left to your imagination almost and like whilst we've figured them out whilst we're playing breath of the wild are they going to be hangovers in tears of the kingdom are they going to you know introduce all these new systems and these new features and these new mechanics more like things to work out. yeah that we just don't know we won't know how how to interact with them straight off the bat that should be confusing and we're going to spend the first like two weeks of the game trying to figure out how to actually use them because they're not explained and i don't want everything handheld and you know force fed to me don't get me wrong but it would be nice to just understand how these elements oh, of their works. game worked, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like common courtesy in a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe maybe that's part of the fun for some people, and it's for them to figure out and for us to follow on afterwards, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is, yeah. I feel like it's sort of... I mean, there are certain games where people like the challenge. It sort of comes back to Souls-like games in a way. Like, people enjoy the challenge of not knowing anything and having to work it all themselves. Yeah. For sure. And but I feel like that doesn't really belong in a Zelda game. I don't know. I see what you mean, yeah. As in like it's a Zelda game is supposed to be oh, I don't want to say like, like an easy game or anything or like a kid's game, because that's not necessarily the case, but you don't come to a Zelda game expecting a souls like experience, right? <laughs> yeah, of like of like not knowing what things mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd at least expect there to be like a way to figure out in game like yep. easily. Maybe we're just like being really stupid and <laughs> maybe we don't understand or overly critical. But, but yeah. that, that's I think you know in we've been playing a fair amount of Elden Ring again recently, and in Elden Ring, I kind of am fine with the game not telling me something, me doing something over and over, figuring out that there was a way of doing it. Like I kind of expect that with Elden Ring and me going, oh God, if I yeah. just worn this arm or if I just got spoke to that person and I could have just walked across that bridge and it would have been fine or something, you know. I don't expect that in Tears of the Kingdom. I don't, sorry, Breath of the Wild or Zelda in general. I don't expect to have to figure these things out and have to just dwell on whether or not I'm doing the right thing and maybe I figure it out later if I Google it. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like this game is supposed to be holding my hand a little bit and just being like, you know, this is this is how this works and these how these things are. There's still a challenge here, but you know, we're we're giving you the information you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we're being overly critical. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe all of this is fixed in Tears of the Kingdom. I highly doubt it. But <laughs> uh, right next to the labyrinth is the next zone, which is called the Woodlands. Um which is home to Hyrule Forest, which has been a long-term goal for a long period of this playthrough. Um, mainly because yeah. I figured out that's where uh, that's where what's his face is, um, Hetsu, who allows us to uh, 
increase our inventory sizes. Um, less Hetsu. I love less Hetsu. But just before we get to that, um, the zone itself again seemed a bit open and empty. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, didn't find much. So I there's a little stable just before you come into the zone in the the Heber Mountain Zone beforehand. So I got the shrine that's next to that because there's always a shrine next to the stables in these games. So I got the shrine next to that. I got my horse because the road between them is quite long. So I I got my horse out and rode into the um rode into the into the new zone. And as you enter from where I entered at least, as you enter the the path forks um and goes one of two ways um so i chose the right direction and continued down then it was a very nice view this is the closest we've been to the castle in this playthrough by the way um yeah it's so, behind it isn't it yeah. yeah literally just behind the zone is where the castle is and this is the first time we've seen the castle and the first time we've had like a um a, a, a proper kind of up view close of it there are like four really blighty looking pillars around the castle i don't know if they mean anything and i don't i'm not asking you to tell me but i found that quite interesting i hadn't seen them before getting to this point um but yeah we we, we got to see the castle which was very nice and as i was kind of following this pathway down i got to a ledge that let me overlook hyrule forest which looks all misty and foggy yeah. um which is quite cool and then Sweet. mystery and from where i was there was like a little island that had like a dead tree on it um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to that island because I was like, that looks interesting. So I, I, I flew over to that island. When you land on it and you walk around, you're attacked by many, many chujus, uh, jujus, whatever they're called, big jelly things. Um, so I killed them all. But then I don't know if there was anything else to do <laughs> on that. No, I, yeah, I was confused too because my I, until then I'd never seen this island before. Okay, and I, I went there as well and. Nothing happened. <laughs> I was expecting like a seed or something, but like... we do. I was like, I tried climbing the tree. I tried setting it on fire. I tried just walking around. There were like bone piles on, on fire. Like, literally, I was just trying everything. I, there was like there were piles of bones on there of like creatures that I'd never really seen before, and you couldn't interact with them, so they were like part of the set. But like, it just seemed like a really suspicious conspicuous island that should have had something and maybe it's part of a quest or something that i haven't picked up but i was like this is this is something's got to be here and i spent a good like 10 minutes on this island trying to figure it out and nothing nothing came to mind so um standing there waiting like literally rick standing on the island yeah uh, yeah so once i figured out there was nothing there i tried to hop over into the forest and immediately got booed out <laughs> <laughs> today um so uh, did you say today uh, no not today you not refused. today <laughs> not today not today saying but i didn't understand how i was supposed to get into the into the place and i hadn't i didn't have the tower yet for this so i hadn't got the map either so i was like well i don't know what this space is i assumed this was hyrule forest but i wasn't able to get into it from this angle so what I did was I went back to the stable shrine, got on my horse, and then instead when the path uh, split into two, I took the left way this time, which took me around like the north part of, of that zone, uh, okay. where I met a Lionel. Um, so that's where I thought, I don't know if you fought that Lionel, but I've met a Lionel on that pathway and I fought my Lionel there. Lovely. Um, I don't think him. I that one. 
he was like black and white. I don't know if that's a good Lionel. I don't know. I know their colors mean something, but he I was think like that's the... one of the harder ones. Yeah. Oh well, fucking go me. I did it first try. I didn't die. I was very proud of myself. Um, Wonderful. And he dropped some just standard Lionel stuff. Um, but yeah, I fought that Lionel, then carried on down that pathway, and then that pathway led me to another like a misty a misty area like a a, a a place that had a moat around it with like a mist and i was like oh okay i found it this is the one so i walked into it and then lost all sight <laughs> lost all vision it was like completely pitch black and there was like a the mystical music played when you first enter a shrine and the the people in the shrine talk to you that music played and a little thing came up saying that i had to find the shrine that was in the middle um i thought this was hyrule forest <laughs> um i'll be honest i thought this was hyrule forest and this was a challenge because it was misty outside and i just thought i'd found another entrance to it spoiler alert not hyrule forest um yeah but just another shrine challenge nearby i find it strange how like there are two misty things so close together like mm -hmm. that I don't know why, it just seems a bit weird. Very annoying for me, who thought I'd like, saw the first one and was like, oh, I found the way into the, the around the top of the, around the top of it this time. Um, but uh, very, very quickly found out that that was not the case. Also, this place was a fucking pain in the ass, like annoying as hell. Um, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I did this on my other playthrough before. <gasps> you cheated, you knew the way. No, I simply didn't do it because I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's I was fair. hoping that you had found it and you would do it and you would talk about it because I, <laughs> I, I remember I don't remember exactly how I how to do the shrine, but I remember I didn't enjoy it and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to simply refuse. I'm going to do the other stuff in Hyrule Forest. Yeah, there's there's stuff there to do, um, but this one, no, nah, no, get fucked. No, nah. that's fully fair because if <laughs> I had known what I was getting myself into, I absolutely wouldn't have done it. Um, so I'll give a quick playthrough of this. So if anyone's listening and they understand what I'm talking about, slash if uh, if no one does know what I'm talking about, this is a it's just a an area of this little zone that is shrouded in complete darkness. Um, and when you first enter, you're told to find the shrine. Basically, uh, you have to find the shrine that's hidden inside. Um, first alert to this being an asshole place is that the shrine radar doesn't go off. And I didn't realize this until I was like five minutes in that I'd been wandering around in the darkness and the shrine radar hadn't gone off. Um, and once I realized that, I was like, I bet the shrine's not actually like, I'm going to have to do something to get the shrine out, um, which was annoying and also correct. Um, so I continued to wander around this area. I couldn't see where I was going. There are rivers of like tar, like the insta-kill tar um, yeah, that are just yeah. there. And you don't really get a warning because the sound of them bubbling, you only really hear once you're on top of them. There are also monsters just in the darkness, ready to attack you at any given moment, which is very annoying. Um, how That being said, however, I will say there were very, you know, you can get those large bats of uh, groups of bats the, oh yeah yeah the, the huge flocks of them usually if you kill one of the flock the rest of the flock fly away but because it was in darkness and i didn't know when they were coming when i heard the 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 flaps or when i saw the eyes i would get my uh Bosa's fury charged up and when they got close i would unleash it so that i could kill them quickly 
I have so many bat wings and bat eyes. I'm literally drowning in bat ears because I killed all of them in one shot. So they all dropped their usual loot. Um, and I did this like two or three times. So if anything, if y'all can tell me anything that needs any elixirs that need bat wings and bat eyes, please let me know because I've got so fucking many of them now. Um, that was a that was a plus. But yeah, but you wander around this area. I found um, I, I was wandering around in darkness for so long and then realized that I could make my own fire. So I dropped the wood and the flint and made a fire, lit a torch because I always carry a torch around. Lit my torch, um, wandered around in the darkness a little bit, trying to figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do. Um, killing monsters, just literally wandering, literally wandering, just trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. And then as I was wondering, I heard the sound of a sleeping Hinox. Um, and was like, <laughs> great. So in the darkness, there is a Hinox somewhere. It was around this time as well that, that I realized that the there were little bird statues just all around the place that I kept on running into. And then um, it was around that time that I found one that was lit and realized that I could light the bird statues with my torch, which was it made everything much easier. I wish, again, the game had told me that or given me a hint that I could do it. Um, so I started lighting all the bird torches, which helped a lot because it gave some light to the zone. Not a lot, but it gave some light to the zone. Um, I then got close to the Hinox because I couldn't find anything. Found that the Hinox was wearing a necklace that had one of the like the special balls on it that activate like a plinth or something. Found the plinths very close by and was like, okay, I've put two and two together. I know what I have to do. I killed the Hinox with a Bosa's Fury. I just took it down as quickly as possible because I didn't want to fight in the darkness. Um put the ball on the plinth and the the shrine appeared um right so that was i did i did manage it but it was it was a bit of a ball ache i was also expecting once i'd done the shrine for the light to come back or for the darkness to disappear it does not <laughs> that zone is just permanently dark um yeah i don't like the, the dark area yeah like so it's not fun is it i mean no. maybe it is but like to me i don't find that enjoyable i did find a shell fragment in there which was quite good. There was a chest with a star fragment in it. Um, okay, okay. And I think star fragments are supposed to be like super rare in this game. So I just took that as me having found the rarest thing that was here and left after I found the star fragment. Yeah, I think uh, I think for some armor you need star fragments as a piece of the yeah. like an upgrade. But um, I think they're quite rare. Yeah, I've seen stars fall, but I've never managed to get to them in time. Um, so I assume this was like a, a rare occurrence kind of thing. So I, I I was like, okay, I've 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 got a star fragment. I think I've I've rinsed this place of like the, the, the main on. thing. Yeah. So I I just I I then left, and the way I left was via a bridge. I I glid I glued in whatever it is to the the zone because I found it and was like, oh, this is the the way I'm supposed to go in. Um, I found a bridge that led me out uh, of it, so I could actually walk out properly. And then when I walked out of it, just to the left uh, was a mountain range. I climbed up the mountain and then oh, literally over a ridge, I saw Hyrule Forest again. That was like the actual Hyrule Forest. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. I followed like the moat around Hyrule Forest all the way to like where the, the Woodlands Tower is. And then near Woodlands, the, the tower for the zone is the walk-in entrance to, to the Hyrule Forest. Yeah, yeah. So that was basically my the exploration of that zone a journey just to get into the forest literally a fucking journey um did you go straight to the to hyrule did you go straight to the forest or did you do anything else in that zone 
No, I, I, yeah, I went straight there pretty much because I did, I did my exploration of Hebrew Mountain, did the labyrinth, and then from there I, yeah, went straight to the, the forest pretty much because I knew what my goal was. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I was ready to upgrade my my weapon and shield slots as well because it's just helpful. Actually. You've been after this for a while though. We've, we've mentioned this a couple yeah. times. You've been dropping pretty nice gear, so. Yeah, it's, it's always felt sad to have to like, especially because there's that weird balance of having to preserve gear, but also you use up gear so quickly. And I hate coming across gear that's good and not being able to actually collect it and use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is very fair. Very fair. Yeah. So I got some nice upgrades when I finally got there. Well, I, uh, yeah, went down the, t- the tower for this zone, very heavily guarded for some reason. Um, It's like... yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got loads of fortifications and monsters around it, which was kind of annoying because it's all in water as well. So, and it's the same insta-giving oil mud that um I, that was in the village that I was just in. Um, very annoying. Um, but I got the tower. Did you get the sword that was at the top of the tower as well? Um, I saw it, but I, I couldn't pick up at this point because I didn't have the slots for it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I went up there because it was it was a royal broadsword, so it was quite a nice one. Um, yeah. Grab that. I uh, yeah, flew down and did the the lost woods part of the forest. And I don't know again if I'm just clever. <laughs> but when you go into the forest, there are like some torches. And I realized quite quickly that the torches, like the embers of the torches were going in a certain direction, but they were different. Nice. Okay. okay um, yeah. And there was no wind in there, so they weren't. It wasn't being affected by wind. So I picked up very quickly that you had to follow the embers of the torch, basically. And then it got, got to a point where the torches disappear. So I just took up my own torch and followed the embers of my own torch. Um, nice. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, yeah, I don't know if there's any other way of doing it, but I, I, I picked that out quite quickly, which I was quite happy with because I've heard that some people get very stuck on this area. Um, I've seen people get very stuck. I've also seen people get through it like first try and be like, how did I do that? <laughs> like they just stumbled through it. <laughs> um, there's a, a big difference of people how they get through that section. But yeah, the, the embers, that's literally the the puzzle. I quite like the area. I like the misty. What you're saying is I'm clever. Yeah. You're very, very clever. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm going to take that little snippet and make <laughs> yeah. it a... Get a sound clip on sound commands, <laughs> yeah, sound command on, on Twitch stream somewhere. Um, and then we're in Hyrule Forest, which is lovely. Hyrule Forest is beautiful, really, really lovely, lovely in Hyrule Forest. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, super pretty. I I went straight for the Master Sword. I don't know if you went straight to Hetsu to <laughs> upgrade stuff, but I went straight for the Master Sword. I oh, know I went for the Master Sword too. I had to snatch that up. Yeah, snatch that up. So I um I had the hearts to do this because I believe. I think before we started it, you said, at least make sure you've got 13 hearts before we get to this point, because you need yeah. them. And I was like, okay. And now I know why. Uh, it's to remove the Master Sword. Um, I have to say again, I'm going to say it every time it happens. There are a few cutscenes here which show Zelda uh, bringing the sword to the forest. I assume after a fight, she looks very disheveled in the cutscene. So I assume it's after the big fight with ganon where a lot of people perished um zelda's voice acting so bad in this game <laughs> it's so annoying it's so bad awful i don't want to like i don't mean to shit on someone else's art form but 
it, and it stands out because everyone else seems fine. Like even like the the uh, the Rito champion, he, he is a, he's he comes across as like annoying and a bit of a prick, but that's because that's his character. Yeah, what that's him. Yeah, yeah, he conveys that very well. Zelda's Zelda's voice, she's just really whiny and not even in like a like a this is my character way just the voice is so whiny and every time she appears i'm like please don't say anything please don't say anything <laughs> um but the entire cutscene here is about her and she talks a lot and i just i give up honestly yeah i i was watching somebody a little while back who had changed the audio to japanese and she sounds much better in japanese i'll say that and maybe i, I think that she, yeah i think her sort of like British accent just doesn't really fit as well. And then, yeah, like you said, very whiny mm -hmm. and just generally annoying. Like, I don't really care about her at all. Honestly, See, you, you bring up a very good point there, which I never realized, is that she is British. That She's got a British voice actor. And maybe that's my problem, because I was having this conversation with someone else the other day of, I don't know about you, but I, every time I hear a British person in gaming or like a very heavy English accent, I just feel uncomfortable. I don't know why. I feel like a lot of the time it doesn't really actually fit the aesthetic. No, not at all. I don't know why. I, maybe it's yeah. because there's, you know, the general, um, you know, accepted kind of expectation that fantasy worlds are full of American accents. But maybe, yeah. I just, because I have the same thing with Xenoblade Chronicles. So all the Xenoblade games are voiced by English voice actors. Um and I can't play them because it just it just sounds wrong in my ear. It just doesn't it's sound jarring. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's my problem with her. Maybe, maybe I didn't realize until you just mentioned that she is she the the voice actor is British. Um, but it just annoys the fuck out of me, honestly. <laughs> I yeah I I I have tried to watch the cutscenes up until now, but I did skip that one. That's fair. I would have done the same to be honest if I'd known. Um. But uh, we do get the Master Sword. Uh, we pull it out of the section it's been in, which is also interesting in the sense that when in the cutscene, when she puts it in the slot that it's in, when you find it, it's very rusted and broken. Um, and the sword we get is pristine brand new. So I yeah. assume being stuck in a forest full of Korok people is good for metal. I'm, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the big, so it's like the really big tree in the center. The deck, Maybe that's yeah. repaired it somehow. So the Deku Tree is like a thing in Zelda, right? Yeah, yeah. So we understand the relevance though. Me neither. But I know that there's like a Deku Tree in every every Zelda game. I think. Or am I making that up? Um, I've only played Well, I've played Twilight Princess, but now that I think about it, it's been so long. I'm not even sure if there's a tree in that one. Okay. I've I've played the opening of Ocarina of Time and De the Deku Tree is what gives you the quest to go and do what you need to do in Ocarina of Time. Um, okay, okay. So I assumed that this is also kind of like a, a thing in the games that there's yeah, a Deku yeah. Tree. And he Probably, does mention yeah. that he's been protecting Hyrule since time immemorial. Um, I believe are the words he says. So uh, I assume he's like, I don't know if it's the same you Deku will, Tree. You will respect me. Yeah, he wants literally. respect. Literally. Um, but he uh, he babbles a bit and says that he's been sleeping, so you know, really useful. Um, and uh, gives you, uh, well, tells you he he gives a very cryptic um explanation that you can pull the sword out of the slot if you are at full strength or 
no, what is it he says? He says you can't be in a weakened state um, to pull the sword out, uh, which is an implication that you need a certain amount of hearts, um, which I did have. So pulled the sword out, no problem. And uh, yeah, now we have the Master Sword, which is quite exciting, but also a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah, because right. I thought I was going to have a sword. I thought I was going to have a permanent sword, but apparently, no, the Master Sword has power and it dies every now and then and you have to let it recharge um yeah so it, it has durability as well but once that durability breaks you have to wait 10 minutes for it to recharge right which i mean it it isn't that long but at the same time it you kind of want like a permanent sword don't you i was expecting a permanent sword this is the master sword right i was expecting it to do something interesting um and I suppose it has some interesting stuff. Uh, I tried to throw it. I was like, what happens if I try and throw it and find out that it can actually, it lets out of like a blade of air if you use the throw button whilst you put it on, yeah. which is quite cool. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought that my durability woes would be over, but I, I assume this is this is um, the devs team way of saying durability is still a thing. You haven't, you know, you haven't, <laughs> outgrown durability with this sword you still have to fucking use weapons and different weapons all the time um yeah maybe also even even that fun quirky like throwing wind blade thing is still restricted in that you can only do that when you're full health oh really yeah so it's like even though that's fun it's like oh very <laughs> know that each yeah sure okay I don't, so does it do much damage or no <laughs> okay so it's actually kind of pointless. Um, cool. But it's fun to see. Yeah. Um, right? Yep. The Master Sword is good in that when you're around um, certain enemies, the weapon, like, glows, and it does okay. more damage. Oh, okay. So it's like the Guardian stuff. So if you're around, like, a big, like, creepy uh, Guardian that's marching around, you do more damage to that because it will go around that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it did. I think it did mention that the the sword that seals the darkness, which I think is like the full name of the master sword, um, like it like does more damage to Ganon and Blight. But I didn't really know what it meant by the Blight because I hadn't met like Blight creatures specifically. I've met like the yeah. globs on the ground that you have to kill and remove, but no sp like particular Blight creatures. So I assume the Guardians are connected to the Blight somehow, uh, which is interesting to me. Yeah, I don't even because they don't look like it physically. They 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 mm. just look like regular guardians. Yeah, but I assume if Ganon took over control of them by infecting them with blight, that makes sense. I suppose we've seen a couple yeah. of cutscenes where his blight kind of. I was about to say his blight enters the guardians, but that just sounded really disgusting for some reason. <laughs> um, so. Master Sword, we've acquired it. It's great. Um, we were also still in the Hyrule Forest. Did you do the Korok Trials? I did, yeah. So I unlocked... So next to, like, the, the Deku Tree, um, there's, like, a shrine that you can just sort of, like, do. So I did yeah. that one. And then I did three other shrines in that forest. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did the, the trials, which are straightforward. You know, they're not, like... Pretty straightforward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's um, the Trial of Wood, which was... I didn't quite understand it. Um, You got given, like, a, a Korok sword, Korok shield, and Korok bow, and then got told to, like, run a gauntlet 
of like enemies uh to get to the shrine i'll be honest i just ran through i didn't actually kill anything i just ran yeah i did um, the exact same thing i just sprinted <laughs> yeah and then i got to a point where um there was a fire monster and when he jumped towards you he left a trail of fire behind and also because it was on grass it was a gust of wind so i just used the gust of the fire to glide up high into the air and then i just literally flew over the rest of the gauntlet i didn't touch anything i just flew and land on the shrine so i kind of cheesed that entire thing um but it counted <laughs> yeah yeah it does it, like it's sort of built up to be like a i don't know you think it's gonna be difficult right yeah 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 for sure i thought like when i spoke to the the little i think his name is chio i think uh, who gives you the quest he was like, oh, there's extra trials here. And I was like, okay, we're in, the, we're like next to the Deku Tree. We're in the Hyrule Forest. We just got the Master Sword. These are trials. And I think he only gives you the trials when, uh, well, I don't know. I got the Master Sword first. But from what he said, it sounds like he only gives you the trials when you get the Master Sword. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, right. it just sounded kind of like, oh, this is going to be hard. Um, and then it wasn't. Um, the Yeah, the Gauntlet was very easy. The next one was um uh a, a kind of a similar gauntlet but you had to i think the clue was you had to follow the trees with the iron in the mouth or something the trees that were eating iron oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah and the, there were there were trees shaped like faces with like wide mouths and in that uh in that gauntlet they had like a ball of iron some of them had a ball of iron in their mouth so i just walked around with my magnesis on and could find them very quickly and just walked around and followed the followed those and got the shrine quite quickly that was him yeah the same yeah the last one was a bitch it wasn't hard it was just a bitch um, was this the following the little yeah and god how annoying i gay i was close to giving up i'm not gonna lie because i hate with a passion any game that isn't a stealth game that puts in a stealth section i hate it so much yeah. um it felt very forced <laughs> it does it feels so forced and it feels like it, it's kind of trying to like catch you out almost and that doesn't feel fun um and i know that there are sneak armor there's sneak armor sneak potions sneak elixirs you can make that make you harder to see harder to hear all that kind of stuff but like i wasn't going to go and get like sneak armor for like one trial one quest like that wasn't going to happen um and it wasn't too bad i did it in three goes it just takes forever not only is it annoying it just takes forever um the first i'm impatient that's my problem yes no very much the same because once it got to a point of like you know um realizing what you had to do i was just like i just wanted to be done already kind of thing um i think i had the same reaction to when we went into the um went into that shrine to kill uh, all those people and you had to like sneak around and you couldn't be seen and if you got sore then you had to fight the enemies that were really hard i can't remember what that yeah, yeah. was called but it had similar vibes to that just that this one if you got seen you literally got kicked back to the beginning um but yeah i did it in three goes the first go was just i got caught out because i got too close the second go was because i didn't realize but when you get to a certain part of the gauntlet like a, there's a wild wolf like a and a aggressive wolf that jumps out and tries to attack you and i got seen because of that which is very annoying but i did manage to kill it so that the second the third time we went through it wasn't there and he just the, the little Korok person just walked through and walked past it which was quite nice um okay yeah 
but there i was waiting as well like i was going through that thing and i was like i'm waiting for the moment that it has like the quick turnaround because i was like, i know it's gonna happen i know that he's gonna be like waddling along and he like he he does waddle along at the beginning and he's like saying little like voice lines and looking at the flowers and stuff i was like any moment he is gonna just like turn around for no reason there's gonna be a reason well there's gonna be a reason he's gonna turn around really quickly and lo and behold just before the end there is a moment where he thinks he sees a ghost so he quickly turns around and that caught me off guard even though i was waiting for it that caught me off guard and i was like for fuck's sake i knew it was coming as well um because it was just because it's not a stealth game they have to put in you know a design that makes it look like the stealth is hard and i was like it's going to be obvious it's going to happen and it did and i was annoyed yeah it happened so quickly too um and there's no um like checkpoints so like you know you mess up right at the end you start from the very beginning which is really annoying so annoying so annoying. um but i did do it i did manage to get it done uh so i did all the trials i went back to chio chia um and he gave me some big hearty truffles which was nice he gave me three of them uh wasn't what i was expecting i'm not gonna lie i was kind of expecting the master shield um okay but I didn't get the Master Shield. Um, so my question is now, where's the Master Shield? Um, I don't know where that is in the game. I assumed the Master Sword and Master Shield were going to be together. I don't know why I made that assumption. I just thought they would be. I mean, they go hand in hand. Yeah. It's not it's a fair, but like, is that a rhetorical question? Maybe. I don't know. Should Are we going to get it in our playthrough? Or is it like a... Is it something that's... Um, you have to go I would fight? say that you can find it but it might not be where you think it will be okay um we haven't been to the section yet if that helps oh, okay so there's it's, it's on the way it. okay yeah yeah you've not missed it so okay i have more questions now though and i don't mind you answering them is it like in near the castle or yes uh, okay so it's like an end game thing yeah it is yeah oh, you could go okay. straight there from the start if you wanted to well, I mean, you can go straight to Ganon right from the start if you want to. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. I honestly thought it was going to be with this with the sword. I don't know why. I, I just thought... I didn't think we were going to get them together. But after I got the sword and then they were like, oh, we've got these extra trials, I was like, oh, this is it. This is this is going to unlock the shield. Um, which is why I did them, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, on, it's still on the cards <laughs> if you wanted it. Okay. 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 That's good to know. It's good to know. Um, that I mean, after that, I spoke to uh, Hetsu and I upgraded all my stuff. Um, I had a hundred and one Korok seeds, I think, to spend at this moment in time. Um, I go on. Tell me how many you had. Oh God. Um, I had four hundred. Well over. Well over two hundred. Well, <laughs> how do I check how many I had in general, in total? Uh, it's on the load screen. Oh, is it anymore? I don't know, actually. I spent a lot. Um, that doesn't surprise me, yeah. You had a lot to spend. I almost maxed out my, um, my like, weapon, shield, and bow slots, essentially. Max out? Jesus, I didn't even realize there was Almost, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, there is, like, a max. Because, like, well, okay, so I did a load of, So, checking my loading screen, I had 262 seats in total. Right, okay. Um... But I know that because there's like 900 seeds, um, there's like, there's a point where you have like hundreds of excess seeds, essentially. Okay. But um, I couldn't, I couldn't max out completely, but I got quite a lot of slots, which is nice. 
So you, can you just not do anything with those seeds when you get them? Like you just literally just they're excess just, of nothing? They're just wasted, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, like, because there's, there's like a, a reward for um, getting all 900, but the reward is just like a trophy, essentially. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's not like... It's not like worth it, essentially. Okay. Great. So, <laughs> wow. Um, so that's actually really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of work for like a, not a lot of payback. Yeah, I suppose some people like achievement hunting and whatnot, so it's not too bad. But at the same time, you think, especially given how much we've spoken on this podcast alone about how annoying they are to find, you'd expect there to be something, something <laughs> yeah. for your yeah. for your for your effort. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, after I upgraded all my stuff, that was pretty much, that was me done in Hyrule Forest. Did, was there, have I missed something? Did you do anything else? Um, there's the Master Sword Trials in that same forest. The Master Sword Trials? Yeah. It's like its own separate, like, um, I guess it's, I guess it's considered a mini game of sorts in that. Wait, what was this? It's in the forest. I forget. I think you have to talk to one of like the main seeds before you enter the Deku tree, I think. Okay. Um, I think you can only do it once you've done the other trials. Okay. But essentially it's um it's like um you go in completely naked and you have to fight through different levels and after you've done like a set of levels, you reach like an area where you can like um go and put your sword into your master sword. And mm -hmm. it upgrades your <laughs> oi, oi. It upgrades your swords <laughs> a little bit, so you can make your master sword a bit more powerful in terms of power. Um, okay. I did it a little bit. I did a little bit. So, I think when you first take out the sword, it's like base damage is like thirty. Is that correct? It is thirty. Yeah. So if I check my sword now, my sword after doing some of the upgrades is at fifty. Oh damn! Okay, that's quite good. Yeah, I think I think the max is sixty. I think I gave up because it gets really difficult. Um, Ooh, okay. But I did that just because I, I had never really done it before, so I wanted to to try it out. Oh, so what are the trials? What do you have to do? It's essentially you go into like a level and you have to kill everything in that level. Okay. Um. So it starts off really simple, then it gets like more challenging as you go. With the master sword, or no, no, you have to like scavenge and collect items in there uh so it's kind of like the the island eventide if if, if a kind of. Of, yeah the island yeah kind of yeah oh i miss this completely is this dlc content or i don't actually know maybe it is then maybe because i don't have the dlc yeah because if you if you if you explore the area quite well maybe you would have seen it i'm doing a quick google i'm doing a quick google um for trials is a DLC challenge mode. Oh, I don't have access to this. Fuck. So they lock you behind a paywall. God damn it. They want more of my money, don't they? Um, So rude. I mean, to be fair, the um, the sword is pretty good as it is. In, in like, It has its uses. I mean, yeah, it's a good one-handed sword. Like a 30 one-handed sword is quite nice. I'm still rocking some like 38-ish two-handed swords. So... Yeah, like having a 30 one-handed sword is very, very nice. Um, even if it does depower and I have to wait for it to reactivate, but yeah. Yeah, but apart from that, I, I'm i done with that section too. I'm That's all done. Fair. That's fair. 
I think it was uh, I think it was a nice little section to uh, close on. I, I was a little bit worried. I was like, oh, this only feels like two zones, and especially after like the first zone was so empty. But there was there was still plenty to do when you got to the 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 Hyrule Forest. I was because I yeah. didn't know like I did see the Hyrule Forest obviously coming in like the foggy forest, and I was a bit like, that's quite large. Like it's quite a lot of space there. So maybe there's like a lot to do when you get in. Um, but a lot of it is actually dead space that you can't actually go to anyway. <laughs> um, once again, dead yeah. space. <laughs> once again, just dead space. Lots of map that isn't used. Um, because when you're in the forest, yeah, if you if you step out of like one of the predetermined paths, even if you can't technically see the path, you just it, the screen goes white and you get put back on at the beginning of where wherever you were trying to go. So, um, it there is a lot of just space that is absolutely just not used in the forest. Um, but um it was nice it was nice um the one thing i didn't do which uh i realized and it was too late because i'd already like moved on from playing the game and the session i was playing at that time was i didn't climb the deku tree i didn't try to get to the top of the deku tree and i don't know if there's anything up there oh now me neither actually. yeah so i might start the next session by climbing the deku tree and see if there's anything on the top of it i just feel like given the game is all about climbing there's probably something at the top right yeah, I mean, it'd probably be just a seed, right? Now, like, probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, cool, and that was it. That's where we were getting up to. We were getting up to the Hyrule Forest. We were getting the Master Sword. Uh, the trials that were there were actually a little bit extra. I didn't expect them to be there, but we took part in them anyway, which was quite nice. Um, and that's that's where we're ending this session. I believe the next session yeah. is going to be. Let me quickly get the dock up so I don't get it wrong. Um. The next it was session. above the volcano, wasn't it? Yeah, so we're going to travel east. We're going to do Death Mountain. There's a labyrinth there that we're going to do the labyrinth as well. And then any prep we want to do before we do the final Divine Beast. Um, so that is the next slot of um, content for us to, to tackle in, in the game. Um, yeah. I don't know. It looks like there's two zones. There are two kind of small zones to the to the east of us where we are at the moment. Um which is interesting. I thought it was going to be one one larger zone, but um, yeah, it looks like there's two small ones. So we'll we'll look at them and uh, get to the volcano. The volcano is very close now. I know, obviously, because we're getting traveling towards it, but I've always just seen it in the distance ever since we've started this playthrough. It's always just been like something over yonder, but now we're very close to the volcano. So it's um, looming on the horizon and it's starting to look a lot bigger than I first thought. However... Given the way everything's going, I have a feeling that it's going to be like, oh, a lot of this zone is too hot for you to be able to go around. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, our our planned out path is um is north of the volcano. However, parts of our path are in that section, and we might need to make an adjustment to the map in taking a detour to the village there, because you do need to acquire something to survive in a really hot area. Oh, okay. Okay. And I've I've only just thought of that then. Okay. So So That's okay. We can take a, a detour, yeah. Yeah, we'll take a detour. We can have a chat off 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 podcast and yeah. figure out what we need to do. Um Shall we do before we finish a quick comparison? Um Let's. Let's. Uh how do we do this again? I need to save the game, don't I? Um or just travel to a um a shrine or something. Oh yeah, that works too. Let's do that. Um I'm I'm gonna travel to the here we go. And then 
quickly take a screenshot. There we go. Okay, so the, the, it does have your total seed count on this screen as well. I was worried yeah, that when I stared yeah. at them, it was going to disappear. But no, this is total seed count. Um, and then I'm going to go to my pictures real quick. Uh, where are they? Here they are. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so hearts. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 hearts. I have 16 hearts. 16? Okay, so you're two hearts ahead of me. Stamina. I still have two wheels of stamina. I haven't, I haven't made them better. I have three. Three wheels of stamina. Damn. Okay. How many orbs do you have on you currently? I have five. I have 10. So I do have something to spend. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. I didn't actually... I was going to spend some in this playthrough, but I didn't get around to doing it. Um, shrines total? 85. 62. So I have caught up a little bit. I was almost half at what you were. Yeah. So I caught up a little bit. There's also, I forgot until the end of uh, this session, there's that entire zone that I didn't go to. I still need to go back and do that zone that I forgot. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I thought that was the castle zone. So I, I avoided it. I like haven't the, done that yet. The east side of. Yeah. yeah. So I need to go back and, and I don't think there's 20 shrines in that zone, but I uh, there's some things that I've that's missed some, there. Some. Yeah. 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 Uh, Korak seats total. I'll go first on this one. I've got 103 total. 262. 262. Damn. Okay. I mean, yeah. I did catch up. I didn't find many Korak seeds in this section. I didn't either. The yeah. mountain, as I expected to find lots there, I found a few, but like, again, barely yeah. anything. I found like two in the mountain zone. I found two in the woodlands zone. I thought the Hyrule Forest was going to have loads, and I don't think there's any in there. I don't know if I found any actually. I'm yeah, sure. I, don't, I didn't find a single one in there, and I went round and did all the shrines and all the trials and stuff. I thought I was going to find a few, but I I didn't find any. So um yeah. Bloody um hell. current gold, rupees I should say. Uh twenty three thousand eight hundred and fifty five. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I have three thousand five hundred. Um, yeah. so and you are. Yeah. I fully maxed out my house. You fully maxed out your house. Good God. Yeah. How are you making this cash? I don't know. It's just talent, honestly, Rick. I, I mean, yeah. No, that's, that's, I honestly, sold, that's best. I sold a lot of stuff that I wasn't using as well, actually. Um, yeah, I I did sell a few of my um, diamonds and, like, the rocks and stuff, the valuable rocks, but I also am a little bit worried that I'm going to need them still, but I don't know. I haven't needed them yet, yeah. and we're getting to, like, the last quarter of the game, so I might just start selling them more because I, I, I literally am not but, using them. Also, to be fair, like, it gets to a point where the, the money is sort of useless too. Like, I mean, I wanted the money for the house, and then I mm. now I'm like, what now? What like, what do I need the money for? Yep. I I mean, as I've got a fraction of what you've got, so I've got three and a half grand uh, in rupees, and I am not wanting for more. Like, I I I'm able to buy what I want to buy in shops when I see them. Like, I usually buy all the arrows in shops, like the special arrows if I see them, like the shock arrows, ice arrows, bomb arrows. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I see any of those in shops, I immediately just buy them all, no matter what they cost. And I, I'm not, I'm, I'm literally not after any more cash. So, yeah, I, I do agree with that a little bit. I'm kind of like, eh. Um, I was way lower, though. As I said, I got like two grand from that bowling game, just doing that bowling game over and over again. Um, That's pretty good, though. Honestly. So, yeah, I, I got like, a fair amount of cash from that so i was a lot lower but i yeah i, I i'm not 
feeling money starved in the slightest. Stunning. Stunning indeed. Well, there you have it. That's uh, that's this section. Um, as I said, next section we'll be playing um, going over to Death Mountain. Uh, and as we've mentioned, we might have to readjust our course a little bit in order to do the zone properly, but I'll let Leem fill me in on that um, afterwards and we will explain that at the beginning of the next episode. Um, yeah, yeah. But thank you all so much for listening. Um, Leem, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitch, um, just Twitch slash Leem, L-E-E-M. Um, I don't really use social media, like, at all, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, just lean, really. Just lean, just lean on Twitch. Um, I realised that I did do one big thing. Um, oh, I have God. rebranded. <laughs> I have entirely rebranded my online presence since we last spoke. So, uh, you won't be able to find me at Watermelon and all the other things I've said at the end of the podcast that I've previously done. Um, I am now Rick Pixel everywhere. That's R I K P I X E L. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, uh, everywhere as Rick Pixel. So um, feel free to go check those out um, should you want to. Um, Liam, thank you so much for joining me again. I appreciate it. We've got three more episodes left. Three more yes. episodes left. Um, and I think the idea was we were going to try and finish this before Tears of the Kingdom came out. That's obviously not going to happen anymore because Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom is out this week. However, there will only be a little bit of an episode overlap. Um, and I'm sure... Uh, people are hopefully going to be interested in Breath of the Wild still as we go through. Um, but, um, hey, I know that you plan to um, play Tears of the Kingdom straight off the bat, which is absolutely fair. Um, yes. But maybe there's a chance of replaying it at some time in the future with me for, I don't know, maybe a future 8-bit-by-bit podcast? Depends how much of a good game it is. Honestly, it's gonna flop, isn't it? I didn't very, <laughs> true. very, very true. No, I've got, I've got, I've got high hopes for this game. Okay, I have. I think okay. it would be great. I mean, like again, th- with the flaws that Breath of the Wild has that we're both aware of, it's mm-hmm. still a game that I've played. This is my third time playing it, basically. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure it'd be great. Have you pre-ordered it yet? Um. No, but I'm going to. I'm gonna. I've decided to go with the um, um, digital version. Um, okay. So I can just install it because you can you can install it now, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'd rather not wait around all day on Friday for a delivery that could take until the evening, or just not turn so, up. The horror stories I oh, hear yeah. waiting for games on launch day and then then just not turning up. I don't. I, I care not for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather not go through that. So I'm just gonna download it and then be ready to go on the day well i look forward to hearing your uh initial thoughts when uh we do our next podcast because by the time yeah. we record for the next episode it will be out already um so yeah hopefully you can give us your your initial thoughts when that comes out i can't wait awesome well everyone thank you so much for listening uh appreciate you all very 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 much uh until next time thank you so much and i will speak to you all soon Bye-bye. bye bye